Welcome to Elevated You. I'm your host, Kay Cote. Think of me as the friend in your corner that helps you break through what holds you back in life. On each episode, I share real, raw, and insightful stories along with resources to help you get in the driver's seat of your life and transform into who you're meant to be. How to pick yourself up and start again. I'm so happy that you're here because we are in the middle of a series that I love called Elevated Man, where I'm sharing transformational stories of men who transparently share their stories of adversity and hard times in their life that they've had to overcome. Have you ever held yourself back because of fear of what someone might think of you? Have you ever worried about being humiliated in front of people by trying something new and failing? This episode is transformative and is sure to help you overcome those thoughts of self-doubt and even if you do fail at something, how to pick yourself up and start again. My next guest is a household name you know and love, most known for singing Ricky Martin's She Bangs on American Idol back in 2004. After his performance though, he was met with the scowl of Simon Cowell and he was laughed off stage, but that didn't stop him. He kept going and pursued his dreams and he went from being laughed off stage to singing with Ricky Martin himself. William Hung is a public speaker, performer, and risk taker. And he lives to help you find freedom by using your own voice. William is such a light in my life and I'm so glad to call him my friend. And I'm excited to share this episode with you. Also, I have a big announcement. If you are in the Austin area on September 20th, Join me for Move Mimosas Mingle, an outdoor event held at Zilker Park, filled with yoga, amazing music, and of course, a shuffle lesson by me. You can learn all the details on Eventbrite and grab your tickets there. Everything is linked in my show notes. I hope to see you there. I recently had the chance to meet William Hung at PodFest when we shared the stage And um, William, I'd love for you to give a quick introduction of who you are and share a little bit about your PodFest experience. Well, uh, many of you may know me from American Idol, from my audition back in 2004. Cheat bangs, cheat bangs, guy. (laughs) Uh, I didn't make it to Hollywood. In, in, instead, I received harsh criticism from Simon Cow saying that you can't sing, you can't dance. So what do you want me to say? And I chose to stay positive. I didn't have any expectations, but somehow that moment changed my life. And that's how I became an entertainer and speaker. It was not, it was not an easy choice. But ultimately, I decided that it's important to share my version of my story because some people, the the critics, they say like, oh, you portray Asian stereotypes. You shouldn't be in the business. You don't have the raw talent. And that's why I am today, still focusing on that mission to help people find their freedom by using their voice. You know, I absolutely love that, William. And honestly, when like I heard you speak when we were speaking at PodFest, it it almost had me to tears because I just felt like how many people have held themselves back because of the fear of that criticism or that fear of getting something back like that. And what you, you know, you shared that story that you did your very best and you went up there and you faced your fears and you got on that stage and you performed and you used your voice and that was amazing and i just think it's so great what you're doing with that 
uh, now today and how you're working to help others find their voice as well. And so, you know, you talked about your, your travel, are you traveling, doing some public speaking? Um, how are some ways you're encouraging people to find their freedom by using their voice? Well, one, one, one of my uh, life philosophies is to chase your dreams in an authentic way without abandoning your responsibilities. Uh, it, there are many misconceptions. If you look at social media, like, like you know, people living on, on, the, on the very expensive mansion or the Lamborghinis for the, for the fancy cars, you know, maybe you have that image that chasing dreams is supposed to be easy, but it's not. Even for me, even though I was lucky to be at the right place at the right time, my life was still a huge roller coaster over the last 20 years. Can you share a bit, a little a deep dive to what that looks like? How has life changed for you since that experience being on American Idol? In the first four years, I was living my dream life. I got a record contract. I traveled and performed all over the world. But after that, my entertainment career slowed down. Then I had to make a choice. Do I want to keep going with showbiz, hope to get lucky, or maybe get a stable job by finishing school? I thought maybe I could finish school, get a stable job, start a family, and that was it. Then I worked for the sheriff's department for two years and public health for six years. I thought maybe it was okay, but it's not because inside my heart, I don't feel content. I don't like uh, hiding behind my cubicle for the rest of my life. I feel there's something missing there. And believe it or not, that's when I decided to venture into becoming a professional poker player. Oh, that is so cool. I didn't know that about you. Can you share about how was that experience as being um, going into professional poker playing? Uh, poker was one of my hobbies because I always lo- love video games, card games, and board games since I was very young. Uh, I played as a hobby for many years just for fun. But the uh, last four or five years, I took very seriously. I studied everything online. I read all the books. And I self-taught myself. Uh, and it's not like I was the smarter guy, smartest guy in the room. I'm not the one making videos of dollars. It's not very glamorous. But I, I was able to find other recreational players and beat them. And, and that's how I was able to uh, make a pretty good living compared to my day job. And I eventually earned enough money to quit my day job. And then uh, I turned it into something better. Like I, like a few years ago, I finally transitioned into my uh, online speaking entertainment business. Uh, I do something called Cameos now. Uh, it's where you make uh, funny videos for your fans about birthdays, greetings, graduation, and whatnot. Uh, and and I'm, so, I'm so grateful that everything worked out the way it did. That is so cool because you know what it just, it reminds me that like your purpose is entertaining and making people smile and just doing these great things and using your voice. And it's so funny how even though we go through life and we sometimes are in those cubicles or behind the screen or doing the things that maybe aren't quite serving to us, yet we find our way back to our purpose. And that's like, that gives me a lot of hope and you know, in my career too, to just like be able to use my voice for good. So that is really cool. I love that you shared that story. 
Um, I'm very curious when you decided, even like taking it back before you went on American Idol, what made you decide that? Like, did you always feel a calling in you to be a performer? No, because I was struggling with academics. I thought I was good at math and science in high school and middle school. But when I got into college, all of a sudden, I, I wasn't the same. I, I, I barely passed my classes. I almost flunked out of school. I thought something had to change. One day, I saw this poster for a school talent show. I thought, let's go. Why not? And then somehow I won by singing Ricky Martin's She Bangs. And that's what uh, gave me the confidence to audition for American Idol. I love that story. And it was so fun to see you at PodFest performing the very song by the Ricky Martin song, She Bangs. And everybody was singing along. So I just, it's so iconic. Now it's like, I think of that song and I think of you and I, and, and just like the entertainment and the joy that you bring. So, um, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, having courage and facing your fears to take big risks. How would you encourage somebody out there if they're trying to do something big or, or take a risk? How would you encourage them to face those fears? Well, one of the questions I learned over the years that would help is to uh, ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen to you? And can you accept that consequence? Uh, so, uh, so I already shared two uh, major milestones in my life. You know, the American Idol audition, the worst thing that can happen to me as I go back to school. Yes, people may get a few laughs, but it's not that bad. So I thought it was okay to take that chance. But as for my gambling, uh, it's not that, it's, it's actually very, uh, very uh, serious, very scary. Because uh, even though I was doing well for the first four to five years, last year, 2022, was my worst year. I, wa I had a losing year, and then all of a sudden, uh, I couldn't get over that losing. I started chasing my losses in other forms of gambling, like baccarat and sports betting. It was a very dark time. I almost lost everything I had. Uh, so it, I finally, like, like, so glad to get out of it. You know, one of my friends pull, pull me, pulled me up. He said, like, hey, that's not that, you know, that's not what you meant to do. You know, maybe it's time to get out now before it's too late. Wow, that's a really good friend. And, you know, that is true when we when we kind of go down the negative path or we like we're in something that's not quite what we're supposed to be on. Like our path is turning. It's like we can kind of look at those moments of, OK, like this is like snowballing in the wrong direction. And yeah, it, it's really challenging. But I'm so glad that it, you were able to pull out and like do what you're doing now and doing more with your voice. And that's really good advice. Um, how would you encourage anybody listening to believe in themselves? Cause that is, I think that's so, so hard to do. Sometimes we get caught up not being able to believe in ourselves. You know, you faced a lot, you faced a lot of ups and downs and you through that experience continue to You've probably had some struggles, but you had that belief in yourself. So how would you encourage someone to, even in the dark times, to continue to believe in themselves and go for their hopes and dreams? Well, like, like uh, I, it's very encouraging to see how many of my friends in my network, they eventually got to where they want to be, you know, uh, a business that, that you create, that, you're, that you can be proud of. 
can take five to 10 years to uh, gain momentum, to gain traction, to make some meaningful progress, whatever that means. Maybe you get more speaking opportunities. Maybe you earn more money per month, whatever that may look like for you. So don't give up so easily. But on the other hand, uh, you know, it's not just uh, wishing, uh, you know, uh, everything will work out by, by chance. So, so I also balance that by, by, you know, sometimes just taking a step back from social media or whatever, uh, because, you know, I want to make sure that the direction I want to commit to is something I want to wake up and get excited about. And then I also uh, get feedback from the right people. You, you know, getting feedback from dozens of people doesn't help you. I learned that. Uh, it's not because you're not looking for random feedback. You're looking for feedback from your best fans, your best audience or clients or whatever. Uh, and ask them how they feel about the the, the, the the life direction or the content you're putting out there. It's a really good piece of advice, especially like for me, that's where I struggle is I want to, you know, I'm kind of a people pleaser by nature. And so I will take feedback from everyone. And then sometimes I will kind of like get down on myself because that feedback, it may be coming from uh, like a source that isn't quite, I don't want to say reliable, but it's like not the source that I'm really looking for. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to have those coaches and those people in your corner who, you know, are really looking out for you. Yeah. That's really huge. And so living like a day-to-day life, I, I, I try to encourage folks to find purpose in their day-to-day. How do you personally like live your purpose in everyday life? Well, I'm very, I'm in a very fortunate position where I don't have to stress out my, my day-to-day living expenses. Uh, so, so for now I, I, I worry more about how I spend my time because time is something I cannot get back. Uh, so I'm very intentional about what I say yes to. Uh, I'm, I, 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 you know, uh, there are a couple of projects that may sound crazy, but I'll go ahead and share it because this way, you know, the listeners, uh, you can understand like what it means to chase your dreams in, in an authentic way. So like a couple of projects I have in mind this year is I want to start my own podcast, um, you know, interviewing unsung heroes, how to chase their dreams. Um, another project I have in mind is that I want to get involved either creating or investing in a board game to help people chase their dreams, to try out different businesses or careers. Uh, so, you know, like, like, like the way I take it is like, it's like, you know, what can I do to uh, educate myself? Uh, it's, so like maybe for the board game example is a better example because it's very wide open. It's not a space that many people are familiar with, including myself. But what I did was I I I, uh, I read I read more about game design. I did some you know initial research. I read uh, you know uh, articles and inspirations from other successful po- game publishers. Um, I talk I, I look at the I studied the reviews uh, very intentionally on from places like Amazon, and I get idea like oh wow that's what people like that's what people don't like. Uh, and that's how I get the, the right ideas to to decide what actions to take next. So, you know, so that, that's, I'm sharing that because, you know, that's how you take intentional actions instead of just r- random, randomly poking here and there. Uh, no, it's all, it's just, I'm sure you heard of that throwing spaghetti at the wall kind of, kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of a, a, a way of uh, doing things. 
and then maybe that's not the uh, the ideal approach. But on the other hand, you know, there are some games that I want to play, like Sims and Wingspan, because that will give me uh, a better idea of what I what I'm looking for. You know, because because you know that maybe that's the similar game that I want to be part of. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's like a little bit of trial and error, and a little bit of like experimenting and. Yeah, that's super cool. I was a huge Sims fan when I was like when I was in high school. <laughs> I loved it. I would play that game all the time. I didn't get anything done. Like I didn't get any work done. <laughs> Sims and Rock Band. That was another one. Oh. <laughs> I was pretty good at it, surprisingly, but like anything else I was pretty like pretty pathetic at. So <laughs> I love that. You know, what you said about the spaghetti on the wall thing, and that is so true. And that's something like when I first started, like my, my very first business concept, it was a lot of that. And I think that was like something I had to learn over the years of like, okay, I was like all over the place with ideas. And now it's like, I'm finally learning how to kind of hone in on an idea and more focus in on that. And I think that's been a huge benefit. So I love that. Throwing less spaghetti at the wall and like focusing a little bit more, still having a lot of fun, but like trying to like just get it down, get it down to a few, few kind of like wheelhouses or few like ideas rather than all over the board. Right, right. It's, it's, so, it's, so it's more like there's more intention behind every uh, step I'm taking. No, even though I don't know exactly how I would get to my final destination. That's such a great way to put it. You, the word intention, I, I really like that word. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do too with life is just like live more intentionally. Um, I have a phrase I work on, especially when I do my mindset work is mindfulness in action. And so you take the the, the beautiful idea of this mindfulness where you, you have that intentionality and then taking these action steps forward almost like everything is a stepping stone to the next thing and sometimes you have to start in kind of a crazy state but then you can start to fine-tune and now it's like podfest was a stepping stone because i knew i wanted to do more podcasting and right so i really like that you know that word intention is really resonates a lot so i love that you said that i talked with ben a little bit i'm gonna be on ben's show and we were chatting and he was talking about a little he briefed me a little bit about the board game idea um so what is your next steps what intentional steps are you going to make towards making the board game happen this is super cool i love that well i'm not sure yet even though my initial vision is like a family friendly game that combines life and monopoly it's not too complicated but still uh, uh, enough decision making where you feel like you you're part of the adventure. So that's that's the that's the main concept I have so far. Uh, I I will continue to network with more uh, people who love board games everywhere around the world. Uh, and then in the meantime, I also want want to uh, get clear about my life and how I want to organize my life because that's still wide open for me a, a bit. Yes, there are some things I always going to do, whether it's speaking, recording my, you know, uh, cameos, the funny videos for my fan. But but besides that, I don't, I, I, I purposely leave some room to explore. Hmm. I think that's so great, especially as a creative, you know, when you have a creative mind or like you want to be able to expand your horizons and what you're going to do to leave room for play. 
Um, I really like that. And I actually know a couple out of Minnesota who did just create a board game and have a second one in the works. I'd be happy to connect to you. They're super great people. I met them at a, it was like a a business entrepreneurship uh, retreat, pretty kind of like PodFest for entrepreneurs. Nice. Um, Be happy to connect to you. They, they've been working on their stuff and they've, kind of went through a lot of rough and tumble, especially with production during COVID, like producing their boards. And so they have a lot of good insight on, you know, manufacturing and, and next steps for that. So I'd be happy to connect you with them. That'd be great. What was your biggest takeaway in this last year, like 2022? You said, you know, you went through some stuff, you came up, rose up from that. What was your biggest takeaway from 2022? Well, I, I feel that 2022 was the year when I got too desperate. Um, I took too much risk that I feel like looking back, I couldn't afford. Um, uh, it, and it's, and it's, it's something that, that it's a lesson learned, you know, like, like I thought maybe like, oh, things will work out. I was too optimistic, whether it's the gambling, whether it's the stock market, uh, you know, look, looking in the future, it's like, wow, okay, now I'm not going to do anything fancy. You know, I, I'm not even qualified to be financial advisor, but, but you know, I'm just doing this, the, the smart, the safe thing, putting it, putting it all into index funds, you know, uh, focus my energy into the creative side, focus on what I'm good at. I also found a trustworthy financial advisor to help me out. So, so yeah, the, so things are looking up. That's amazing. It's like everything we do in life is either a lesson or a blessing, right? Right. And so that's super cool that you're you're taking that back. You're taking kind of that ownership and you're going to be rocking and rolling into 2023. Um, so, yeah, it's super fun. And are you going to be doing any more uh, singing gigs? Because it was really fun to hear you sing at PodFest. Oh, I, I'm sure I will. Uh, in fact, I have a couple. Uh, uh, yeah, I have my next speaking uh, performing engagement will be in Los Angeles, uh, February 19th, uh, big one in, in the Sheraton San Gabriel. So yeah, I so look forward to that because it's about empowering a minority business women. Oh, that'll be awesome. I'm super excited for you. I, I love LA. You're going to have a blast. <laughs> I love LA. I went to LA last, it was last year. I took a huge chance. Uh, I'd been connecting with some, some pretty awesome like powerhouse women out there and they invited me one and her name is Tracy Holland and she invited me to an RSVP party. It was on Instagram and the DMS Uh and it was like one of those things where I'm normally like, ah, I can't do that. Like, nah, you know, that negative inner voice is like, no, that's not for you. And I like, I was like, you know what, Kay, you're doing this. And I went and William, I had a blast. I, had so much fun in LA. I saw one of my friends, she's a singer, had a blast there. And it was like, it just reminded me. And just like what you went through, you know, when you put yourself out there, even if it's not in like the moment that you get a return or that moment where you get a yes, putting yourself out there every time you do it builds courage, it builds momentum. And eventually something's going to give and something's going to be a huge blessing. So yeah, yeah, and and the and um, uh, Peggy bagging on that what you just said. I re- I I also uh, realized it's not a number. You know, it's not always like like oh, I get more followers on Instagram, therefore I'm doing good. No, no. Some you know, recently last few weeks as of this recording, I decided to take a break because I I just need it. 
I feel I'm burning out trying to post every day, try to keep up with other, you know, content creators. And I mean, eventually I need to get back on track, but you know, I forgive myself because, because I, you know, the, the, the mental health, the health, uh, your well-being always comes first. No, a hundred percent agree with that. I'm so glad you said that. That's huge. And that's like a place where I feel like many of us creatives have, they, we get to that point where you feel that sense of burning out. Uh, so it's so, that's so encouraging that you're recognizing, you're sharing that you're recognizing that because our health and well-being is like our number one health and well-being and family and love are your, right. like, like say you're juggling three balls, right? Yeah. Those, those two are glass. Our career ball is rubber. It can bounce back. Yes. And the other two shatter if they fall to the ground. So it's so important. That, I'm so glad you said that. That's huge. I have a final question. I would love to hear how you would encourage someone to, like on the show, it's all about elevating your life, elevating who you are. How would you encourage someone to elevate their life and well-being? Well, focus on what, um, who you want to become and then think about what it takes uh, to, to get there. Like, 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 like for me, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm very grateful, very fortunate that, that I'm not stressing out about finances. So I can, you know, go all in on my dreams. But at the same time, if you're not there yet, you know, like, like what, what, are, what are some steps you can take now? Just a few steps forward. You know, I remember when I was struggling with holding a day job. You know, my, 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 my thoughts were, were like, okay, how do I keep my dreams alive? You know, and that something that people, most people don't know is that I never gave up my dream for entertainment and speaking or performing. It, even if I did it part-time, I still did it. Even, uh, so you, you, you take, you do whatever you can uh, to, to, you know, get closer to that vision that you want. Like, that's where I'm at right now is like, I'm at that budding stage of like, I haven't, it hasn't blossomed yet. And it, you know, just those words are so encouraging to see like the other side of like, continue with your dreams, keep pushing. And, and I like the idea too, like get on a stage whenever you can, it may not be full time, but it's like, if there's a stage or if you want to do that, you want to get into entertainment or if there's whatever it is, like find the opportunities to, to advance in some way. So I really, I really enjoy that. Uh, so, William, this has been an incredible conversation. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today, and I'm so glad I got to meet you and connect with you at PodFest. How can people find you on social media and connect with you? The best way right now is Instagram, William Hung Official. I'm most af- uh, uh, active on that platform. And then uh, my website, uh, williamhung.net, is under construction. Uh, so if you follow me on Instagram, I'll be sure to let, let you know when my website is ready.